Welcome to the podcast series, Small Business Survival Conversations. Through our weekly conversations, we hope to provide you with strategies and insights, knowledge and expertise to enlighten you as you work to build and grow your business. Here are your hosts, Anna Steinfest and Dr. Michael Troyer. Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening to our new episode of the podcast Lessons in Success. I'm here with my co-host, Dr. Michael Troyer. And our topic for today is, do you know what the best companies to work for are doing that you're not? Hello, Michael. Hello, Anna. And hello, everyone listening in. Again, we hope we have a few tips that you might take back with you to work to make your company more successful. Yes. And especially uh, about your employees right now, as you know, that there is a lot of open spaces Every time I turn around, there is a sign saying we're hiring. What is going on here? We don't have enough employees to fill positions. And uh, I think that's going to continue for a while from all I'm reading. Uh, So you want to be one of those best companies to work for because you're going to have a better opportunity to retain who you have and to perhaps attract some others over. Your happy employees may be your best recruiting source as well. So how do we get to that? What are the things we can do to be one of those best companies to work for? I love the example way back when, when a company related it on a Friday, there was a note on the bulletin board that said, oh, thank God it's Friday. Meaning I'm I'm ready for a weekend. I'm tired. I need a break. But Monday, same handwriting, it said, thank God it's Monday. I'm glad to be back at work. That's a company I want to work for. If they're happy to come back on Monday, something good is going on. So what these good companies are doing, Michael, let's break it down. Okay. And I think there's a lot to talk about. Yes. I think one of the first things is to put people first. I think we get so caught up in getting things done, driving the bottom line, making sure everybody's productive. We forget that people need to come first and we need to to figure out where they are. How are they doing? We recently did a whole presentation on burnout, Mm -hmm. which uh, it was meaning when that occurs, you're not putting people first. You're more concerned with other factors to make your company profitable. You are reactive then, Mm -hmm. not proactive, which is uh, very important for you to be proactive because yes, you're right. If it's, if it's burnout, it's like you're too late. Yep. I, I, I think I titled one of the pieces I'd given to you that taking the temperature of your employees how are they doing? You need to know. And that's not on a every other month basis. That's probably weekly. Uh, so put your people first. Let them know that you understand that they drive your company more than the steel you're bringing in or the half-finished goods or whatever else is coming in as part of your production or service that you're delivering. They need to be first. Also, um, <clears throat> in that uh, line, I just wanted to add that you have to help your employees find and pursue their passion. Mm-hmm whether it will be inside your company or sometimes if they're more capable or more suitable to be outside of the company, you should help them. If, for example, you hear somebody advocating for uh, increased diversity within the, the workforce of the company, you need to listen to that. That's important. That's, that's maybe one of their passions. And that passion may be more widely held than you realize. So you ought to listen maybe pull some others together and and find out. 
if if it's sustainability so that's an outside activity this is something the company can do that can encourage them tell them you care that they're involved in that that you help them mm -hmm. uh, those are all ways that you become a good company to work for you're paying attention mm -hmm. and sometimes i think what you have to do is also empowering people to own their work because a lot of times managers and again you have to probably you will be coaching your managers but uh, the bottom line is the managers should allow the employees to own their work. I mean, even if they make mistakes, that's okay. Let them know that it is okay to make mistakes. That's the way they will learn. And I have a young son who's, who's been through a lot of jobs recently. He's very creative. He's always got good ideas for maybe how this could be done a little bit better. And he always gets shut down. No, don't talk about that. Just do it the way we train you. We're not interested. Okay, so then he moves on. But I think companies have missed some real opportunities. As he's explained to me, some of his ideas, they should be listening. But that's where the innovation happens. Mm -hmm. And that's where you can differentiate your company from somebody else. Yep. Innovation is extremely important. Yes. Also, I think a way to, to make it a, a good company to work for is when you help your employees understand the impact, the purpose that you're trying to have as a company. And it's not just financial results. It's not just profits for shareholders or investors or the owners it's that you really want to have a positive impact on the community then get your talk get your employees to join you in talking about that how can we do that even better than we're doing it now yes they will once they understand the why and the mission it's not just the wording it's the really truly deep why and what is the impact you're making in the community or anywhere else. I totally agree that it should not be only this is how much production or how much financial um, results yeah. we have accomplished as a company. Another piece I think is to, to look at how you can get your people together on a personal level so they oh. get to know each other. I mean, we're spending 60% of our lives at work. We ought to have a lot of friendships there. We ought to have a lot of, we ought to have some fun there too. I remember, uh, signing on potentially as a consultant to a local firm uh, after the interviews and we talked a bit about a project uh, they said oh by the way you, you you're you're welcome to go but we're having a, a little party out on the veranda for the last hour and a half uh we want to celebrate a couple of things and there's going to be beer and pizza come on join us well this was something the company did to get everybody together and have a little fun did it cost some production of course it did was it some money invested of course but Boy, did they have a strong group of people who love working there, you could tell. And I know that some companies, for example, they will make sure that uh, they know all major life events mm -hmm. of the employees, um, marriages, um, giving birth, anniversary, just to make sure that they made a point of acknowledging this. And this is huge because all of us are human. We're not robots where we go to work and, and it, we are always touched if they remember our birthday. And I'd, I'd add to that, if I, if I see one or two employees consistently eating their lunch at their desk, I should be worrying. That's not good. They ought to be eating lunch with some others. Yeah, they're, they're so pushed now that they feel they've got to work at the desk and do work. That's not healthy, but I'm going to lose them eventually if they're that, feeling that pressured. I want to see them having lunch with a group and having fun and laughter and enjoying. Otherwise, I don't have a good company. In fact, one of our alumni uh, from the Packers Mentoring Program, he 
always will have Wednesday. He always will cater lunch for his employees and all of his employees will eat on the same table and laugh and just talk per, on personal level. And that is huge. He's able to retain, he has not lost a people because they see that he really cares about his employees. And then I think of how often lately I've seen big companies, especially with, you know, you're working in a cubicle, you've got a three quarter wall and you're not allowed to put up anything personal. Can't have a family picture there. This is a business office. It needs to look business-like. I'm sorry, I disagree with that. If I'm gonna spend 60% of my life working in this company in a space, at least let me personalize a little bit. Let me have a little fun with it. I remember walking into an advertising marketing firm once and there was the front end, which were, were all the account reps and it was buttoned down as tight as could be. Uh, you'd have thought the desk had a tie on and the computer had a tie on it and everybody would, shirt was buttoned. Then you walked into the back end where they, when they opened the door, it was all the creatives who came up with that copy. It was a crazy place full of color, a bicycle hanging from the ceiling. I mean, it was it was crazy, crazyville. But boy, were they good at what they produced. They were having fun. Why don't we encourage that for everybody? Have a little fun. Decorate your space. Live it up. It's yours. And make sure that you talk to your employees and see what, what will get them more engaged. Mm -hmm. uh, what will motivate them because sometimes as simple as like having a flexible time to work it's extremely important for them and that will not cost you if the work is done and again we're not talking about some manufacturing companies because in some manufacturing companies they cannot do it but if you have a different type of workforce just be creative and we assure you that if you kind of put together a list of some things you can do and help retain your employees, that will be your biggest win ever. And we want you to know that your employees going out and telling others what a great place it is to work is going to bring you more employees. In a labor shortage situation, and given that we're coming out of the pandemic, I think we're going to see that for some years yet. We don't know. Uh, you want your employees talking positively about working in your in your business so work at it absolutely Be proactive absolutely i would like to thank all of you for listening to us today i'm anna steinfest and i'm joined today by my co-host dr michael troyer keep listening to us you've been listening to the small business survival conversation podcast make sure to like rate and review the show and don't forget to join us next week for another episode in the meantime, hook up with us on our Facebook group at Small Business Survival Tools and Tips. Till next time, thank you for listening.